Welcome back to the Always Aggressive Podcast. I'm Corey Paul alongside head coach Tony Ursland and Tanner Lipset. Uh, uh, coach, you know, it was looking back at, at last weekend, it was one of those where, you know, I'm I'm sure no one was happy with the, uh, the end results. But wrestling being the type of sport it is, it, 10 individuals go out there and compete. Uh, you know, I know there was a lot of good going on and, and a lot that can still be worked on. Just what uh, first road weekend, we'll talk about COVID travel and all of that down the road here yeah. today. But, but uh, first overall uh, impressions from the, the duels at Illinois and, and at Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, you know, I come out, you know, on the weekend, you're, you're disappointed, right? Because, you had a chance to win both of those, those dual meets. Okay. And, and as much as we do, we talk about the process and just being in the moment, right? Like just performing when you come up, you know, one match short, basically uh, in each duel, uh, it leaves a really bitter taste in your mouth. So obviously disappointed from a team results standpoint uh, on the weekend. Okay. And, and then it just kind of points to uh, details matter. You know, the, the details and it's, and it's, and it's good and bad. You know, I was talking to the team the other day. Okay. You know, we're an eyelash away. We have the lead in, you know, Illinois, right. Um, going into the final match and come up a little short and obviously had a match and it's not just one match. So I don't want to point this on. I don't want anybody to take it. Like I'm putting this on any one guy. Right. But you look at Devin Schroeder's match, right. In particular, you know, he's, you know, he's expected to win. He's ahead in the match. He's in his strongest position and he gets hipped over, you know, like rolled and hipped over and pinned. And that's the difference in the duel as well. So, so, you know, it's, it's twofold. Okay. One, we're right there. Okay. No, no need to panic. No, you know I mean? Yeah. It, this hurts. Um, but at the same time, you know, we, we can't ignore some of the details that beat us, you know, riding time, uh, you know, it, it was a match difference at Illinois. Uh, Devin, you know, um, getting a little sloppy on top, getting his elbow a little too deep where the guy could could roll him. You know, those little details are the things that we've got to really dial in. And and so maybe it's a good thing when you come up short because you're forced to really examine these things. You know, if we come out of this, you know, with two two nice wins, you know, we're three and zero, oh, and maybe we don't really look at some of these little details that are going to be the difference maker for us in, in March. So. Yeah, it hurts, um, and it still stings. But I, but I was really happy yesterday with the response the kids gave. They're not happy, you know. Their expectations are high. So, so overall, you know, uh, we 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 got to be better with some of these little things that are going to make the difference against good competition. Tony, you talked about, um, you know, obviously we we had some good things. Um, what uh, what were some of those? Who who were some of the guys from the weekend that you were you were happy with and um, you know stood out to you? Well, I think you look at uh, Max Lyon uh, coming back in the lineup, getting a really big win. And and we've talked alluded to this, but Max came in on limited training, right, and found out a way to to gut out um, a, a match uh, where he wasn't as prepared as he will be, right, because he hasn't had. The, the regular training that we would want, but man, he gutted out a really tough win against a quality opponent on Friday night. Um, you, know, you could tell, you know, um, he, he kind of lost a scramble position on Sunday, but but Max catapulting himself into a top 10 ranking this week in some polls, coming back on limited training, I think was, was very much, you know, a, a positive. Um, a true freshman, Garrett Nyenhouse, finding a way going 2-0 and in his debut. Um, you know, was, was a, a very positive thing, you know, so uh, those things are good. Um, 
Parker Phileas, you know, had a, had a tougher outing on Friday night, but rebounded, had a very strong performance, um, you know, uh, getting into the groove on, on uh, Sunday, you know, almost had a tech fall. So, so very much some, some positives there that we can take. Um, I, we're getting closer, right? Like our lineup is getting closer to being solidified. It's not there yet by any means. You know, I'll tell people that you're, you're still going to see some different people in and out of the lineup. And so, you know, when I look at that, you know, we're a little short, especially against a team like Illinois, who was, I don't know, are they seven or 10 maybe? Um, and we're right there and we're going to, we're going to get our, our kids back in and, and be right ourselves come March. You know, I, I'm excited about where we're going, but, but we can't ignore that situational wrestling hurt us this weekend um, and it nipped us in the butt. So, so we're, we're going to really focus on, on those situations uh, here in the future. Um, you bring up Garrett Ninehouse and uh, I think he's a really interesting kid to talk about um, just from the standpoint of being a true freshman, um, being obviously very, very talented. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and yet Every day is a learning process for him. He is, um, you know, he is, he's doing all of this for the first time. And, you know, he's learning how to, you know, this is a kid who wrestled the last two years of high school at 170 and 182. And, uh, and he's wrestling down at 165 for us. You know, he, this kid hasn't cut weight since he was, you know, God knows how. He may never have cut weight before. I don't, I, you know, you probably know better than me. Um, and so he's experiencing that for the first time. Um, Another switch from Big Ten level competition for the first time, still on uh, top you know, that left and then we're going to throw in the added wrinkle of, of COVID and all the, the different ways that we're doing everything. Um, how as how as a coach, you know, and we'll, we'll just use Garrett as an example because obviously there's lots of kids that are, that are going through this across the country. Like, what is it like from a coaching perspective to look at a kid who's who's learning so much constantly and having to having to work through those situations with him? Yeah, I, you know, it's created a, a unique challenge because for us, especially, you know, getting those kids into kind of your culture, your system, how you do things is, is uh, to me, a, a very important thing. You know, it's a big deal. Um, and we were denied some of those opportunities. You know, it was an off and on kind of deal this summer, right? We, we weren't in our own building. We we're training at alternate sites. We had pauses this fall. So all of that, you know, you don't get some of that consistency, you know what I mean, that, that you want early on. And so, but we're having it now. So really, you know, you're learning on the fly, right? And I've been very happy with the progress he's, he's shown. It's, it's still going to be, you know, a learning process for all of these young men. But I think, you know, it, it contributed to, you know, um, you know, maybe not having them where I wanted to right away. You know, it doesn't mean they can't have success, but you want them. Um, here's how we do things every day. Here's what's expected from getting up in the morning and training to how many hours of sleep you're going to need to what the, the nutrition plan needs to look like to when you're carving out your study time, you know, being in class, right. Which is not necessarily a thing as much. So it, yeah, it's been, it's been very different. And, and uh, so now I'm just happy though, we're traveling and you're seeing these guys, you know, daily and you're in tune with what's going on with them. And I think it's just a more comfortable and normal situation for all of us where it's going to be, um, you know, easier to, to kind of navigate it and have, you know, have the, the consistency you want. Um, as a result of some of those things, uh, you know, how, how steep can the curve be? Like how, how good can he get? How fast? 
um, or, or, you know, you know, a kid like Garrett, not necessarily Garrett specifically, yeah. but like, what kind of opportunity does that present for a kid like him? Well, I, you know, I think uh, everybody has seen, you know, that, uh, that we have good young kids, right? They did a great job in week one, you know, for us. And so um, I think, you know, their opportunities to accelerate um, are, are bigger because they're not close to their potential yet, right? I mean, if you think about where a young man is when he comes in as a true freshman and where he leaves as a, as a fifth year senior, let's say, right. Those, those uh, fifth year seniors are closer, right. To, to their potential, right. The, the, the gains they can make may, may be smaller, you know, just depending on how long they've been in and what they've been able to do, you know, training wise. So, you know, I look at these young men as they, they have tremendous upside and they're just figuring out what that, what that can be, you know, in terms of, how you got to do things every day because they've all had success, right? I mean, a lot of these young guys that have come into college, they've all had success. That's why they're here. You know, they, they, they know they can wrestle, but adjusting to the demands and, and the, you know, what needs to be done is, is usually the hard part. Right. And they're, they're able to kind of get a, a better handle on that in my opinion now, because there's more consistency day in and day out to what we're doing. Um you know, two other guys who, uh, who are keeping it going, uh, Kendall Coleman improved to three and zero um, with two solid wins. Uh, Thomas Panola improved to three and zero with, with two, two solid wins. Um, just sophomores, but yep. are definitely providing some veteran like kind of anchors kind of in the middle and at the top of the lineup. Um, what kind of progress are those two showing as they, as they get into the meat of the schedule? Yeah, I think um, particularly Kendall showed a really good progress from match one to, to two and three, right? If you kind of watch, you know, um, you know, he was a little, uh, maybe, I don't know if sluggish is the word, but you know, maybe a little rusty, you know what I mean, in, in, in his approach in that match. And he, he looked much more comfortable and had, had a nice kind of jump in both in terms of his execution and even his, the pace of the match, okay? So I thought he really made a jump. And, and that's not to say, you know, Thomas isn't sharp. I just think, you know, Thomas, his three matches have all looked uh, very similar, sorry, in terms of consistency and what you're seeing. So, but no, uh, very happy with, with where those guys are at. And honestly, too, if you talk about a lot of these guys, you know, like Devin Schroeder, you know, that was a situational mistake. You know, he's... He's showing what we need. You know, there's, he's, he's going to be fine. You know, Devin's going to be fine. Uh, he's going to clean up that, that little mistake uh, that cost him, you know, where he ended up in the headlock and was pinned. He'll fix that. He's been very consistent. So I'm happy with kind of our leadership from our veteran guys, but they're automatically just going to sharpen, right? They're going to sharpen from a mental standpoint, from a shape standpoint, just from making weight these next few weeks as we go as well. So I, I know we're going to be in a better place but it's about ironing out those, those details. But now uh, to, to your point, Kendall and, and Tom have been, have been great in, in terms of, you know, being the steady eddies, you know, in, in competing. Um, one other thing that we saw more of this weekend, uh, as opposed to the opening weekend, um, we're, we're starting to see more of the extra matches. And so you're getting to see, um, you're getting to see some kids compete that you wouldn't normally get to see. Um, how was that, you know, how has that gone for you? You know, obviously, you know, in both situations, it was a little disappointing because we, we'd lost the duel and now you're transitioning into these, these extra bouts where these kids are, are going to compete 
and get, you know, get some of that very, you know, get some of that mat time that is, that is crucial for them. Um, what has that experience been like with, uh, with sending some of those young kids out there and, and, and getting some mat time? Well, I think it's going to be invaluable, right? And, and it's, it's a positive, as I've said before, all the way around, because these kids, you know, they, they sacrifice a lot. And, and now to have a chance to compete, that's, that's their reward. And they need to enjoy it and take advantage of it. And I think by and large, our kids have, and it will set us up for the future, whether that's two weeks into the future, if they've got to jump in, right, and, and uh, fill a spot, or next year, right, that, that, um, that experience is going to pay off big, right? They're getting Big Ten competition experience, and that will only help us, right? Experience is always the best teacher. So, so I'm excited they have the chance to do it. Uh, and I know we'll talk more about what this weekend we're going to have a lot, a lot of matches with three teams being there so that it's, it's only a positive for these guys. I think one thing though, you mentioned, and I was a little disappointed, honestly, in that, I and mean, we kind of had our, our balloon popped, right. When, when, uh, you know, Devin was pinned and that was a nine point swing for us and, and the duel started to get, get away. Okay. Um, you know, we, we need to have better energy. We need to stay focused. Every man has a job to do, right? Uh, yes, it's a team sport. And these guys, you know, they, they, they care about each other, right? So they hurt. You know, I know Devin, like, let's take Devin, for instance. You know, Devin's hurting. He, he knows he can beat that guy. He knows he can write that, that ship. You know, he knows, you know, he can, he can do some things to take care of his business. But he's hurting for the team. You know what I mean? He's hurting for the team. And that's, and that's great. That's a good thing. He cares about the team and his teammates. And so he's hurting for them, but everybody, you know, still has to understand that when you have an individual job and when you put your foot on the line, it's time to go, go, you know, put everything into it that you got, you've worked hard yourself. And so I was a little disappointed that I think our energy was a little bit low um, through, a, through a few of those, you know, just because the guys were like, Oh, you know, there, there went the duel, you know, at the end. So we've got to learn how to flip that back around. Okay. It's just like, you know, at the, at the Nationals, I'll use this situation. This is what I think about anyway. This is what I want the team to understand. Um, you may just have had your heart ripped out and you lost in, in let's say, the semifinals, right? And that, that dream of winning the national championship just went out the window. But, you know, you've got to find a way to come back, both for yourself to get third if you can and for your team, right? Those team points are, are valuable. And so you, you've got to learn to put things behind you quickly. You know, we can, we can sit down this week like we have with Devin or anybody else and go through these little technical errors or, you know, where we maybe, you know, messed up execution, you know. So we can do that. But in that moment, now is not the time. And I think that's one thing I think we can and should learn from this weekend where we were right there and we had something taken from us. And, and you've got to learn how to, how to put it behind quick. And, and go do your job. So, so that's, that's one thing, again, I, we need to, we need to learn from, and, uh, and I think we will, and it'll serve us well. Let me jump in here, coach. Absolutely. One thing that is, is interesting to point out, I know we've talked in the past, Devin loves being the, the lid lifter on the meet. He loves getting out, getting out there first and going and, and setting the tone. Um, you guys started at 149 on Sunday at Wisconsin. So by the time it got back around, to 125 there were only two more matches after after that uh surprising result and there wasn't a yep. lot of time to make up any ground i mean it, it, it's almost like okay it, it drives home your point you know it's the little things that matter and those little things are 
get your accumulated writing time point, make a seven point decision, an eight point major, you know, don't give up that extra point that flips their decision into a major because you don't know how many times that one point or that one result, even though you're ahead in the team score now, it might really matter later. Oh, for sure. I mean, if you look at, and again, like I said, when I talk about these individual matches, that's not to point the figure at any one sure. young man. I want everybody on our team to always understand that we share, we share this collectively, right? This loss. Um, um, but two situations or one situation needs to do, I'll point out um, Nate Cummings, you know, um, we, we end up getting pinned, right? So that you're giving up six. It winds up that we're, you know, we're, we go into the final match uh, ahead one. Okay. So if we could have saved ourselves a couple bonus points there, that makes the difference, right? Um, or we had lost the match on riding time. I think it was a minute nine riding time at 74. You know, so you know, taking that those nine seconds away in that duel puts a little different situation on the duel. That's why I'm talking about details here and, and how they matter. Um, uh, we'll talk about guys who won. Kendall Coleman had a major and was taken down late to lose the major. Garrett Nyenhouse had a major, was taken down late to lose the major okay and and you want to you want to close those matches out the right way you know you don't you, you don't want to let that you know that takedown get away from you you want to finish the match you know and put a put an exclamation you know point on it so those are the things that we're talking about you know ultimately um you don't know how it's going to affect the duel so you got to do what you can you know and don't don't assume anything so those are like i said we're talking about details and i just use them as examples that, that we can and should learn from every point's important, uh, you know, and your job is to do the best you can in that moment. If, if, if a major's in reach, get the major, if a tech's in reach, get a tech, um, you know, if, if at the, in the moment, you know, you're down at the very end and you can't um, get the win, but you can save yourself, your, your team, a point or two, that's your job. Okay. And that's dual meet wrestling. And those are important things. So, those are things I think we all got to understand. Every point is important. Every point is important. And you got to have that sense of urgency when you're competing. You know, it's, it's not panic, but it's, you've got to have that sense of urgency that this, this 10 seconds is really important to the, to the dual meet and to me. And we've got to wrestle that way. And the other thing to tack onto that, Tony, is there's, I mean, there's, you know, you, you, you talk about the importance of team points and so on and so forth, but um, you know, speaking specifically about Sunday, um, those little moments can be very like deflating or inflating for a team. You know what I mean? Like, you know, in the situation, like you said, with Kendall and Garrett, they won the matches. Absolutely. Great. Put three points on the board. Uh, Could have been four. And, you know, when Wisconsin gets that late takedown, it lifts their bench, even though their guy lost, he prevented the major, you know, there's that momentum factor that can swing into the match that, uh, that can really affect, you know, it affects the bench. It affects the, the attitude of the coaching staff it affects the attitude of the wrestlers like and uh and that stuff can you know little little things here and there in the duel can really add up and 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 sway some results you know but that's why what we just were talking about fight is is it's why that's so important right there's a difference between um you know um giving up easy points and kind of you know not taking the fight to the opponent and finishing the match that we all appreciate, right? There's a difference in that. You may lose a match, 
But if your fight was good, you went out and you stuck your nose in there and you went after guys and you battled, okay, and you come up a little short, okay, that's a different thing than, um, you know, um, hey, you know, getting, you know, soft, you know, we'll say at the end and giving up unnecessary points, right? So that's where, uh, you know, I tell guys, you know, there's going to be wins and losses here, right? And it, and it can't just be, you know, uh, you know, an end result oriented thing here, right? We can't, we can't be about that. It's, it's got to be about the performance and how did you perform? Because you can wrestle, um, you can wrestle terrible and eke out a one point win. You know what I mean? And you shouldn't, you shouldn't sit there and, you know, console yourself because I won. You should examine what happened and how I, how I can fix this and improve my performance. And you can wrestle pretty tough. And, you know, one little mistake hurts you and you lose the match. Okay. Does that mean it was worthless? No, let's, let's fix this one little thing. Right. And, and, and get better. And so I, I just want the guys to understand there's a difference, you know what I mean? And, and how you help your team there. And a lot of it comes down to fight and focus. Okay. Cause guys see that. And as you said, it can affect the bench. Uh, I, I don't want it to, right? Like, let's, let's put that out there. I want to make sure everybody understands that you should be strong right here to not let a result right before you walk out affect anybody, right? That's, you know, everybody's got your own job and it's still in your hands, right? It's still going to be in your hands. So we don't want to let it fix, you know, um, sway us one way or the other, but, but just be aware, hey, how you approach this match and how you represent the team can, uh, can help your team, you know, so couple of those young guys, um, you know, we had a couple of guys get some, some fun wins this weekend. Uh, your boy McFlippy, uh, McCartney Parkinson is, is, is quickly, we're, we're having a lot of fun with him on the road. He went out at Illinois, had a 47 second pin. Uh, if you blinked, you missed it. Um, yep. And then uh, Trey Crucey came back after a, a close loss on, on Friday and got his first career win on, uh, on Sunday, uh, getting a fall as well up at Wisconsin. Yep. No, I, I, I talked about them, not those guys specifically, I guess, but our young guys, I, I like our young group. Um, I, there's a lot to be excited about there. Um, they are progressing. Right. And uh, what I like the most is in general, their mat demeanor seems to be really good. It's what I call mat demeanor. You know, when they're out there, they look relaxed, but still focused, you know, very workmanlike and how they're approaching things. And so, uh, so overall, you know, uh, a lot of positives. And as you said, uh, you know, McFlippy, as we call him, that's kind of, it's kind of been the fun, you know, nickname we've discovered, you know, but uh, yeah, it's, you like to see a guy go out and just hit his positions with authority. And that's what I'm enjoying about that. And even um, Trey uh, seems to become, you know, more aggressive with his attacks. You know, you can see him where, you know, his first match or so was, uh, maybe a little more tentative or unsure. And now he's getting out and attacking to his tie and pulling the trigger on his shots. And that's, and that's a positive thing because that's what you want. And that leads to your performing at the level you're capable of, you know, and, and, and these guys, it's, it's a process. I mean, if you look at um, Cooper, Cooper Nori, okay. Looked uh, very solid in his first matches. Uh, wasn't really happy with Coop. Um, you know, on Sunday, playing with his headgear, stood up once while the guy was shooting and gave up a takedown. You know, again, those are the little details that we're talking about. And I, and I love, I love where Cooper's at. He's got some, he's got some skills. I got a lot of, uh, 
you know, excitement for his future. You know, he's, he's got some stuff and, and I really believe that, that he, he can do some things, but he's got to learn, man, stay down in your stance, you know, maintain good position because if you don't, people are going to take advantage of that. You can't have those little gaps in your matches. So I point that out just because uh, it is a learning process for these kids. And we're seeing some really exciting things at the same time that they've got, you know, they got to tighten up on, on a few things as well. Uh, moving on kind of to this weekend where, uh, you know, we had, we had two matches last weekend. We're going to have two matches this weekend. Difference is, is this weekend, they're both in the same place. We get our first tri-duel. We're going to head out to Rutgers. We're going to have uh, Minnesota at 10 a.m. at the rack. And we will have the Scarlet Knights at noon. Um, going to be a lot of wrestling. Going to be a whirlwind trip. Um, but uh, but should be some should be two really good duels. Yeah. I mean, it's Big Ten, it's Big Ten wrestling, right? So we know there's going to be quality competition and, and we'll have to be ready. Like, I think I had mentioned it earlier. I was really, um, you know, excited yesterday. The guys had a great response. You know, they came in and they were ready to go. So um, they, you know, they, they kicked it off with a strong practice yesterday, very focused. Uh, we did a lot of situational things and, and their response was, it was a strong one. So I feel good here as we move towards, you know, um, some really good competition this weekend. And again, it, like you said, it's another first two matches in one day. But as, as we talked about the schedule, maybe a week or two ago, I like that progression where we had one match that was good. We could evaluate train. Um, we had a long road trip, right? Four days on the road, a lot of testing different places, you know, going through that process. And so I, I think having two matches in, in a day, we're ready, right? Shape wise. I think we're, you know, we're in shape to, to go do that. So it's, it's going to be fun. And I think the progression's been, been the right one for us. Um, you know, obviously there'll be tons of, of great matchups in that duel. Um, but, you know, as we've alluded to, you know, with, with COVID and injuries and some other things going on, you know, we've, we've slowly seen some guys come back, you know, we got Parker and Max back last weekend, Jamarcus Grant jumped into the lineup last weekend, um, could see, could see a few more uh, faces this weekend. Uh, young guy, Jake Rondell and uh, upperclassman Griffin Perriott. How exciting is it to see some of those guys get closer to competition and get closer to a point where they can uh, get back on the mat? Yeah, no, it's, it, it's good, right? I mean, it, it, it adds to our, to our lineup and it adds to, uh, you know, developing these guys, okay? I mean, we'll have some interesting situations, right? Because we had Alec White. Uh, who made his way back was not in the, the first duel as well and had uh, action this weekend. Right. So that that's a positive. Alex is an upperclassman who's certainly capable. And then you add Griffin, Griffin Perry there. So we've got some opportunities with some upperclassmen and some talented kids to, to really see how they're doing and where they're at. Um, as like I said, we move into February. So I'm excited there that we've got some, some good options and some strong kids and, and, you know, we'll see, kind of where they're at okay much like we were going to see where max was at and where parker was at you know from one match to the next it'll be the same thing um to see you know what kind of a jump alec white makes you know from from the first weekend being back and now you know this weekend griffin his first time in you know obviously we want to get him a match or two mm -hmm. so we can see kind of where he's at jake rundell you mentioned true freshman uh is going to be in for us uh and helping and so yeah it's it's exciting. We're getting closer. 
I think, to to what our, our lineup could and, and, and should be probably. Um, you know, one thing, Corey and I talked about this a little bit uh, before we got on here, and uh, I'm really curious to hear, you know I, know, I know what my takes are on some of this stuff. I'm curious to hear where you land. Um, this year, you know, as, as we've talked about at length, it's, it's brought about some interesting challenges, um, you know, different situations. Uh, you know, we had our first weekend on the road. We had our first weekend dealing with, with COVID protocols at other people's venues. Yep. Um, how do you feel like, I guess, that went? And how do you feel like it affected the team in regards to, you know, not being able to behave normally, not being able to do the normal things we do when we're on the road. Yeah. You know, that was one of the things, you know, we were obviously were disappointed in, in, in the dual losses. Okay. That, you know, I, I, I get that. But one of the, the positives that I talked to the team about is what we are doing is working. We got through uh, four days, you know, on the road, and had all all negative COVID tests, and you're tested a lot, right? Like we were tested multiple times while we're on the road, and and everyone's was negative, and everybody got through and competed, and so very appreciative that that the kids seem to be doing the right things, and our staff, and and we are able to compete, so it's working, right? That's first of all, it's working. So we will get better, and we will figure out, you know, where we were a little short in turning these matches around, you know, at Big Tens, but. But I'm excited by, hey, we're competing and it is working. The protocols and the testing, that part is a positive because it is working. We've seen other places have been shut down and not they're not competing. We so far, knock on wood, are able to do that. So I am excited that that so far has been good. As far as testing at each individual institution, I thought it was good. You know, they were, they were efficient. We were in, we were out, you know, with minimal time. You know, at, at Illinois, you test and then we'd sit on the bus for a bit get released and then go do our thing, you know, at Wisconsin, it was a, it was a locker room situation where we could go test, hang in the locker room and then go. So from that standpoint, I thought it was efficient and it went probably as smooth as, as it could go, right? Like no positives, no, uh, you know, uh, tests where you're like, okay, we got to test them again, PCR. That all was very good. I think from a, uh, from a routine standpoint, right? Um, we'll continue to refine our routine because it was the first time on the road. And so you do have to adjust like, okay, we're not going to warm up in the wrestling room the day of weigh-ins could be different places from where you're at. So, so that there will be some adjustments, I think, from our standpoint. Um, I do think our kids did a good job though um, of not letting it really affect them. I didn't notice, you know, they may have had thoughts about it, but nobody was voicing them out loud or, you know, so I was, I was, I was happy with, you know, overall the approach uh, to the weekend. It's just, as I said, we got to clean up. Uh, it was more about, we got to clean up some mistakes in, in situations. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. I thought the kids did a great job. I thought they were pretty resilient as far as like dealing with certain situations that, that, that came up just because, you know, um, I find myself, you know, we hosted the first weekend and then we went on the road. And so I found myself seeing situations where like, you know, we can't do it like normal. And so everybody's just trying to do the best they can. Um, yeah. And they're, you know, sometimes, you know, as Tony, you, you run into often and, and I'm one of these people. So there's a lot of people out there that don't understand wrestling and they don't understand some of the, the quirks and the uh, you know, the procedures and the, the timing and, 
you know, weight cuts and scales and, and so on and so forth. And so, you know, I found myself getting into situations where we were trying to like educate people in addition to, you know, still get our guys yep. ready for the, for the matches. Um, yeah. But, but I thought, you know, everybody's doing the best they can and, and we're going to, we're going to go to Rutgers and we're going to, we're going to try and do it there. Um, I know we've been working closely with their people. Um, you know, Joe Pollard's yep. been great about being in contact and, and letting us know what's what and who's who and where we're going to be. Um, I'm, I'm excited about uh, how structured they've been, and I think it's going to be a good trip out to Rutgers. But, um, yeah, overall, I thought the kids were, were pretty resilient and, and uh, we're, we're adjusting okay to the, the new things. It'll be funny yep. to see, like, how it continues to go forward as far as, you know, we're going to have to do this at big tens. We're going to have to do this at nationals and, and how it's going yep. to, how they're going to handle these, these little situations and, and medical situations and testing situations to, uh, to try to get us all to the finish line. And that's, and that's the goal here, right? I mean, um, we had a big 10 uh, coaches meeting yesterday and, and that was literally, you know, we have a couple programs um, that are not competing right now, right? Penn State has missed a few uh, dual meets. I think they're going to be coming back here shortly. I don't know for sure, you know, but, and then you have Michigan. It was well-documented, right, with ESPN that they're taking a two-week pause. And so now yesterday we we're on a call about, you know, how do we determine the the Big Ten champion as well? Just making sure that we're all on the same, because, you know, you saw how things have happened in football. And so we want to make sure from a coaching standpoint, okay, if these situations or scenarios play out and one team maybe has a lot of duels and one team only has half the duels, how do you, what's acceptable to us as coaches for determining the champion and stuff like that. And I think still the overwhelming um, thought of the coaches is the most important thing to us is to get to big tens and nationals. Okay. You know um, I, I've talked that four matches is kind of the, the metric we're using this year. So it's just everybody wants to get their kids the four matches and get to the Big Tens and get to national. Certainly, we're all very competitive people, you know. And and so yes, winning the conference dual championship is still a thing. I, I would not say that has lost any meaning. It, it's still very important, and and people are going to slug it out and fight tooth and nail to get there. But I think everybody's, you know, the overwhelming uh, sentiment is let's get these kids the opportunity to be at Big Tens and then the national championships. And that was always our goal since we, you know, came into this season with, with COVID. So um, it's, you know, we'll make adjustments, you know, uh, depending on what happens with Michigan or Penn State or, you know, who knows? I just, I'm going to knock on wood and hope it's never us. But, but I feel good that, you know, we've got so far three matches. We're going to get a couple more this weekend. So if, if most of our guys are, you know, have that four match metric, then, then I feel a lot better. You know, I'll rest easier that we've met one of the kind of parameters that we need to, that's the first hurdle, you know, to, to get to the national championships. Yeah. Um, I more important than it is this year. That's for sure. Yeah. For sure. It, I mean, I, I would just say, right. Like, you know, I, cause I don't want to, I mean, we could have been, you know, we, like I said, we flip one match each duel, you know, we're three and oh, right. And we're three and oh, and you know, we're really excited. Like we're still, you know, um, have a chance, you know, maybe on the, on the big 10 dual championships, you know, not that, that you don't, but you have teams undefeated and, you know, that looks to be where things are going. So, you know, that's part of it, but like I said, it's, you want to, you want to help these kids realize, 
you know, some of their dreams. And, and I, and I talked to the kids yesterday, you know, you see, you see Michigan, the student athletes, you feel bad. You see the statements come out from them. Hey, we want to play. It's important. We, we need to do this. And you really feel, you feel bad for them, but you also understand, I guess I, as a coach, maybe my perspective is I also understand the, uh, the hurdles that, that these uh, universities have put forth to get to this point too, right? When you think of the money invested in testing, as well as, you know, if, if a young man tests positive, you have to go through all of these exams and EKG tests and blood work and all. So there's a, there's a huge uh, price being paid by everyone to get these kids to the mat. And I, I don't want our young men to feel like that, that everybody isn't behind them. Certainly everybody is yeah, at Purdue. I'm speaking for Purdue, you know, so just feel, you know, feel thankful. This is where we're at and, and it is working, right? Like what we're doing is working, as I said. So that perspective I think is really important this year. Yeah, I agree with that, Tony. And I also wanted to add that, you know, I think both, you know, the big 10, uh, our guy, AJ Eads and uh, you know, the collective big 10 coaches, like uh, the way you guys are collectively working together to make this work and to accommodate each other and to, uh, you know, to push for that end goal, to push for that, you know, like you said, everybody's goal, let's get to the finish line. Let's get to big tens. Let's get to NCAAs. Let's make this season happen. And, um, you know, we had our call yesterday with coach Eggum and coach Goodale uh, for the try this weekend. And then, you know, you had your big 10 coaches call and um, the way that the collective, you know, the, the coaches from all these institutions are working together to help each other to 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 get to that goal has just been uh, has been really impressive in my opinion, and um, and you know the way you guys have been accommodating, I, I definitely think that's worth mentioning and and, and appreciating. There's no doubt. Uh, you know, I was very appreciative of you know Coach Goodale as the whole school talked about. You know, hey, what do you guys need? We want to help accommodate you guys with extra matches or this or that, and. And so that, you know, it is, that's, that's, that's great. As you said, this is a year where we all need to work together uh, for the sport because, you know, we know what the end goal is. And so that, that has been a, a very much a positive thing. Um, now we're still going to, everybody's going to show up on Sunday and try to, you know, kick each other's tails. Um, but, but no, I, I'm really appreciative, as you said, of, of kind of the attitude that, that as a group of coaches that we've taken it to kind of make this work this year. That's great. Um, you know, Corey, I don't know that I have a whole lot else um, in regards to this week. Um, well, I've got a whole bunch know, of through all of our topics here. So I think we're, <laughs> we're good. It's cool to see wrestling continue to happen across the country. Um, I know Tony was saying we were on the way out, the, uh, the state championships for the, for the women out in Iowa was happening at the high school level. Yeah. Um, you know, we're yep. continuing to following all follow a lot of our recruits that are getting to compete all over the country. You know, some states are hitting pauses, some states are going forward. Um, so so being in contact with those guys, um, you know, our commits, uh, both uh, yep. Dustin Norris and Ben Venadia are, are, are continuing to have success over in Ohio. While our guy Stone Bull is on hold up in Michigan. He hasn't been able to he hasn't been able to go yet. So um, yep. keep tabs on those guys. I was sorry yes. to, uh, to interrupt there, but, uh, but no, uh, by tough, all means, tough situation for Stoney. Uh, I give him, I give him a shout out. Cause I know my man really wants to compete and uh, you know, he just, you know, he, he'll hang in there, you know, and he'll, I know he'll be ready. 
but uh, but yeah, that, that's these are the things that these young men are going you know going through, and that's why we feel blessed to compete here. You know, I'm sure Ben and Dustin will tell you they feel blessed to compete, and we certainly uh, hope and look forward to Stoney hitting the mat for his season this year, and he can finish his high school career uh, the way the way he deserves to. So uh, yeah, I think that's great that you brought that up, and we can talk about those guys. I know this yeah, kid well, we can- just finished their high school football championships, so they're. Uh- since they got through that, hopefully that'll, that'll give them the impetus to, to get through the rest of, of sports as well. I yep. sure hope so, but we continue to, to wish our best to all those, all the high school guys out there that we, you know, we talk to and we can't necessarily talk about um, and uh, continue to wish you guys well as you, as you compete in your high school seasons. No doubt. Wish you guys well this weekend out at, uh, out of New Jersey. Um, Couple of couple of great duels. Can't wait to see those, uh, those matchups. Can't wait to see the uh, 157 match versus Minnesota. That should be a, a dandy. Um, our, our guy KC keeps, keeps representing for the Boilermakers. So uh, um, good luck. Travel safely, and uh, we'll catch you back here next week. Till then, boiler up. <laughs>